Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new season here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via the contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on January 23rd, 1952. Now, George, what is that secret word? The secret word tonight is water. W-A-T-E-R. Really? You bet your life. More than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... Gad, what a cad. Oh, that's me. (laughs) Well, here I am again with 1,500 smackers for one of our couples. Groucho, our studio audience selected some newlyweds to be on our show tonight just before we went on the air, and here they come, Mr. and Mrs. Jerry Engel. Come on in here and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mr. and Mrs. Jerry, newlyweds. Well, I'm always happy to see newlyweds up here. It gives us a warm, cozy, glowing feeling. Say, I sound like Fireside Theater. <laughs> You're the uh, groom, I presume, huh? <laughs> Pretty sharp tonight. Where are you all from? Well, I'm from Long Beach. How long since you left Long Beach? Ten years. You mean it took you that long to get a bus? <laughs> no. And Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Engel, uh, uh-huh. what's your first name? Uh, Laurie. Laurie? Yes. Uh, like a motor lorry, you mean? Uh, <laughs> you, oh, oh, lorry, huh? Like Annie Lowe. Where, where are you from? The Bronx. Wow. How old are you, uh, Lori? I realize the gentleman never asked that question, so uh, how old are you? I'm 20. 20, huh? Whereabouts in the Bronx did you live? I used to live in the Bronx years ago. Um, I lived near the Bronx Zoo. You lived near the Bronx Zoo? I lived in it. <laughs> Well, let's find out something about you two. Uh, Jerry, uh, how, how newly wedded are you? Are you still on your honeymoon? Well, yes and no. Yes and no? You mean she's still honeymooning, but the honeymoon is all as far as you're concerned, is that <laughs> Would you straighten me out, uh, Laurie? Uh, well, uh, the formal honeymoon is over, but, well, we hope that our marriage will always be honeymoon.
Well, let's refresh. What I like about newlyweds is so warm and cozy and glowing. Plus that they haven't the slightest idea what they're talking about. <laughs> now, I, I, I hope uh, with you that your marriage will be a long and successful one and that you have a constant honeymoon up until your golden wedding. And then you can start slugging it out. <laughs> what sort of work do you do, Jerry? Well, at the present time, Mr. Marks, I'm uh, an auditor, and I'm hoping to become a CPA. See, must be a pretty shady racket if you have to spell it. <laughs> what is a CPA? Is that anything like an APA or an OPA? No, that stands for a Certified Public Accountant. Well, how do I know you're certified? You don't even look homogenized. <laughs> What does certified mean? They vaccinate you or something each morning before you go to work? Yeah, well, a certified public accountant is an accountant who's been licensed by the state. Why do I always run into these curious occupations? <laughs> Why couldn't you just come up here and say you were a plumber? No, I'm not a plumber. Well, if you were, you'd have to hire your own CPA. I know I paid a plumbing bill yesterday. $19 for a washer. <laughs> Lori, uh, what kind of work does your husband do? Oh, he works with... Oh, he balances books, and he helps uh, fix income tax statements. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he prepares You don't mean him. that he fixes them, huh? You mean that he prepares them? Is that what you yes. mean? Twice you prepare them, and then they get fixed. <laughs> Suppose I hired you. What could you do for me, uh, Jerry? Well, it depends. It matters what your requirements are. My requirements are very simple. A loaf of bread, a jug of wine, and, <laughs> and Phil Spitalny's All Girl Orchestra. <laughs> Well, uh, Jerry, stop evading the issue. What kind of services could you perform for me? Well, I could manage your personal affairs. <laughs> Thanks. If it's all the same to you, I'll manage my own affairs. <laughs> and you, a newlywed, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,500 question. But before you do, here's something that every young couple should know. The new, the 1952 DeSoto, gives you greater safety than ever with big 12-inch safeguard hydraulic brakes. Just a slight pedal pressure brings you to a smooth, straight-line stop. And here's why. On the front brakes, one shoe is anchored at the top and the other at the bottom. Thus, the rotation of the wheel wedges the shoe between the anchor and the drum, adding to the effective braking force. No doubt about it. No car in America has bigger, better brakes than the new, the 1952 DeSoto. And no car in America has a handier, safer parking brake either. DeSoto's parking brake is part of an independent braking system and gives three times, yes, three times the holding power of ordinary parking brakes. So drive a DeSoto before you decide. Safe to drive, a beauty to look at, and a real value, too. The car that's designed for you and your budget, too. The great new 1952 DeSoto. Now at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. 
And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the low-priced car, most like high-priced cars. All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. Uh, George, would you mind explaining the rules to these uh, Hansel and Gretel over here? All right. You bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,500 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected adjacent states. Here's your first question. How much of the $20 are you going to bet? 16. This is 16. All right. What state is directly north of Oregon? Washington. Washington is right. Well, you're off to a good start. You have $36. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. How much of your $36 will you bet on your second question? 35. 35. What state is directly west of Texas? Uh, Texas is New Mexico. New Mexico is on the button. Really on your way. You have $71. Aren't you proud of him, Laurie? Yes. Here's your third question. How much of the 71 are you going to go for? 70. She's the boss. When they start admitting that on the sixth month. <laughs> All right, you're going to bet 70. What state is directly west of Utah? Uh, Utah. Nevada. Nevada is correct. You now have $141. Here's your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the 141? All of it. All right. What state is directly south of Georgia? Florida. Florida is right. <laughs> and you wind up with $282. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. We have a barber and a lady pharmacist for you now, Groucho. They yeah, both were yeah. selected from the audience just before we went on the air. Miss Nadine McLaughlin, Mr. Uh, Louis Haro. Come in here and meet Groucho Marx. Well, uh, welcome to your bet your life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Let's see now. Lady pharmacist and a barber, eh? Miss uh, McLaughlin, are you the barber? No, I'm the pharmacist. <laughs> oh, you're the pharmacist. May I ask uh, how old you are? I'm 21. 21. Are, are you married? Yes. <laughs> well, I'm off to Mexico anyhow. <laughs> Tell me, uh, you say you're married. Is he a pharmacist mate? Well, yes. <laughs> and uh, I'm a pharmacist mate because he's a pharmacist and I'm a pharmacist. Oh, both pharmacists, huh? Right. Oh, you're really a drug on the market. Between <laughs> you. How, how, did you, how did you meet your husband? Well, uh, it was down in the laboratory at the University of Southern California, and we were rolling pills together. <laughs> And, uh, well, one thing led to another, and... Yes, I guess so. <laughs> What do you mean? You were rolling pills down the hall, or...? No, you roll them in your fingers. Oh, is that the way you roll mm -hmm. pills? Oh. And what happened? You liked the way he was rolling these things? Well, I decided that if, uh, I couldn't catch a husband in pharmacy school where the boys outnumbered the girls 20 to 1, that I'd be doomed to sell aspirin the rest of my life. <laughs> What grain? Do you remember? What difference does it make? It really doesn't make any difference. <laughs> it's always nice to have some kind of a rejoinder. <laughs> when somebody gets through making a statement, that bewilders me. <laughs> Mr. Lewis Harrow, huh? 
Yes, you sir. You must be the barber, huh? Yes, I am. Where are you from, Louis? I'm from Guadalajara, Mexico. Oh, I Guadalajara at home. She's about five years old. <laughs> I'll be in Mexico tomorrow morning. Well, congratulations. <laughs> are you congratulating me or Mexico? <laughs> oh. Are you, are you married, Louis? Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. You have uh, you have chi- children? Oh, we only have five children. That's the first batch, you know. <laughs> first batch? What are you raising, cookies? <laughs> I guess these are raisin cookies. <laughs> what are their names? Do you recall any of their names? Well, <laughs> it's quite confusing, you see. My oldest boy's name is... After me and uh, my daughter's after older, my wife. The older boy is after you? I <laughs> mean, uh, has the same name as mine. Oh. So What's we his just... name? Louis. Oh. So... <laughs> that's a coincidence. That's the same name you've got. <laughs> so we call well, him... The wonders never cease. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, call him by numbers. One, two, three, four, five to make it easier. So it wouldn't be so confusing. <laughs> Make it easier for the next batch, you mean? Well, <laughs> you're going to start off again with Lewis on the second five? Well, probably we start a family of um, <laughs> Louis the 15th, probably. <laughs> Pretty snappy with a clip, this Bob. It's the type that won't let you read a newspaper. <laughs> How'd you meet your wife, uh, number one? Well, uh, <laughs> I met her in a department store. I went in there to get some shirts. Unfortunately, I didn't know my size, so she was very glad to tell me what size I was supposed to wear. How old were you then, Louie? Well, I was 21. You were 21? You didn't know what size shirt you wore? No. <laughs> I mean, I'd go to Mexico. <laughs> well, you've taught me a lot tonight, and if I'm smart, I'll never take another pill unless I'm getting my hair cut. <laughs> And if you're smart, you will visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealer for the best in service. Remember that, Nadine. And you too, Louie. Okay. Now you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,500 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, George is going to remind our listeners. The newlyweds won $282, and the secret word is water. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected United States River Cities. Uh, here's your first question. How much would you bet? Well, uh... Sixteen? Sixteen. All right. It's $16. And what river is the city of Cincinnati? Ohio. That's right, Ohio. You know, you can talk it over. Well, you're on your way. You have $36. Remember, you're going for $1,500 tonight. How much of the 36 will you bet on your second question? 33. 33. On what river is the city of El Paso? Um, Rio Grande. Rio Grande is right. You now have $69. Rio Grande. Here's your third question, then. How much will you bet at the 69 smackers? How many more rivers do you know? That's got to tell. Well, let's go, Rivers. He fought battling Nelson and Old Man Rivers. 67. 67. All right. And what river is the city of Minneapolis? On what river? Mm-hmm. On what river is the city of Minneapolis? St. Lawrence? Guess. St. Lawrence? The Mississippi River runs oh. all the way down from Minneapolis down to New Orleans. You now have $2. <laughs> Here's 
right. All right, here's your last chance to be the other couples. How much will you bet? Two dollars. Two dollars. On what river is the city of Albany? Uh, Albany, that's in New York. Uh, Take a guess. I'm sorry. Well, it's the, it's the Hudson River. Roger. Well, we can't let you go away from here broke. I'll give you one more question. You answer it correctly, and we'll see that you don't leave here with less than 25 bucks. You've got uh, you've got nothing, so the 25 bucks will make up the difference. <laughs> That's obscure to me, too. Now, think hard now, and please no help from the audience. In what city do you find the Hollywood YWCA? <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood, Hollywood is right. Look at Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. We uh, asked if there were any women present tonight who had unusual hobbies. And just before we went on the air, Mrs. Mary V. Hood was selected. Her partner, Mr. James... W. Monte is a very unusual man, Groucho, and I'm sure you'll understand why I invite him to be at our show tonight when you meet him. So, uh, folks, come on in and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, kids, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you see every day. Mrs. Mary V. Hood and Mr. James W. Monte. Mrs. Hood, where are you from uh, originally? I was born at Valescure in France. You were born in France? Mm-hmm. That's a kind of a strange name, isn't it? That isn't a French name, is it? Uh, Hood? Hood, no. Oh. I'm an American citizen. Oh, I see. What does your husband do, Mrs. Hood? He teaches mathematics. You mean like addition and subtraction? Uh, no, he's college education. Oh, long division, eh? <laughs> well, he calls it integral calculus and uh, analytics and, uh, oh, uh, you know, nasty things like that. Long words. Great yeah. big long words. Well, I don't... 25 years, I haven't had time yet to know it. You haven't absorbed any of this, uh, Mrs. Hood? I'm careful what I learn. <laughs> I'm not. I'm infected with trivia of all kinds. <laughs> Mr. Monty, where, where were you born? Born in Macomb, Illinois, in a log cabin. In a log cabin, huh? Yeah. How old are you? Well, on my next birthday, I'll be 90 years old. Well, you must have been born quite some time ago. Huh? <laughs> uh, yes. ago. You're almost 90 years old? Yes, sir. Well, Mr. Monty, we get familiar in a hurry around here. Uh, what shall I call you? Uh, everybody calls me Daddy. <laughs> I'll be very happy to call you Daddy. <laughs> and then you realize. Imagine me calling anyone daddy. I'll call you dada. And you can call me number one. Or Louie, if you prefer. I don't know. Are, you, are you married, uh, Dad? Yes, sir. You are, huh? How long have you been married? Fifty-seven years. Well, stick to it. It may work out all right. <laughs> How large is your clan? Well, how green is my valley, I suppose. How large is your family? Four children, seven grandchildren, seven great-grandchildren. How about great-great-grandchildren? Well, you have to give me time. 
Now, after 57 years of marriage, have you any advice for young unmarried couples? Well, I'd advise a man never to argue with a woman. <laughs> you don't you don't believe in arguing with a woman, is that it? No, sir. Well, that's sound advice, Dad. If we all did that, we'd all live to be 90. <laughs> Mrs. Hood, how long have you been married? 26 years. Do you have any advice for young unmarried couples? Yes. First of all, never buy anything that costs more than $10 without talking it over. But that doesn't mean to say that you shouldn't talk everything over, even if it does lead to an argument. It clears the air eventually. Now, Dad, this isn't exactly in accord with your philosophy. <laughs> what have you got to say about that? Well, I think that she's right. <laughs> he got to be 90. <laughs> now, Mrs. Hood, I understand you have an interesting hobby. Could you tell us what it is? Well, I'm an ecologist. I'm sorry, but that isn't the secret word tonight. <laughs> it's a nice try, though. What do you mean, an ecologist? We study the interrelationship of plants, animals, soil, and water. Oh. That's <laughs> Well, you said water. That's the secret word. So you and, and Pappy over here split a hundred bucks between you. Fifty for you and fifty for you. Thank you. In other words, you're a conservationist. Is that right? Uh, uh, that's a good explanation uh, of it. Well, well, a, con pretty... a conservationist is someone who likes to talk. Uh, well, all to make conservation. Do that. And, uh, <laughs> and I just made too much in the last five seconds. <laughs> Now, Dad Fenneman says you're a very unusual man. I'd like to know why, besides the fact that you're a vigorous, healthy 90. Because I fly. You mean you just flap your arms and take off? <laughs> no, sir. I fly an airplane. Wait a minute. At 90, you actually pilot a plane? Yes, sir. It's extraordinary. At 90, a man is unusual if he can pilot a rocking chair. <laughs> How long have you been a pilot, Junior? <laughs> I've been a pilot now for quite a while. The young fellow. Well, that was quite a while, all right. I'm curious. Are there any licensed pilots around who are older than you? I'm told I'm the oldest licensed, active licensed pilot in the world. Well, when did you first get the urge to pilot a flying machine? When I was eight years old. Well, that's old enough. Why didn't you fly one? Well, it wasn't invented at that time. <laughs> the flimsy excuse have I ever heard. <laughs> well, how did you get the urge to fly if there weren't any airplanes? I had a vision that I'd fly like the heavy-bodied birds, soar through the skies from city to city and ocean to ocean. Nobody could ever talk me out of it. Is there any special ambition you had as a pilot? I want to fly a jet. Well, you look just like the movie version of a jet pilot. <laughs> Why would you like to do that? Well, bring me up to date. Dad, you're I, just a 90-year-old hot rod driver. I've flown everything from Virginia to DC-6. You have, eh? 
Now, do you think it would be a good idea if everybody learned to fly a plane so we could all get around faster? I think it would. Everybody learned to fly a plane and get around faster, but the point is to know what they're going to do when they get there. <laughs> now, Dad, uh, you're all right, and even if you weren't piling in an airplane, uh, the rest of us would still have to look up to you. I'm proud to meet a man with your vigor at the age of 90. Thank you. Well, it's been interesting talking to you two, and Dad, you've restored my confidence in flying. I won't get sick anymore when I lick an airplane stand. <laughs> now then, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question. You run your $20 no more than our other couples. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners. The newlyweds still lead with $282, and the secret word is water. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected famous physical characteristics. Here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you try? Fifteen. Fifteen. Right? All right. What yeah, was, that's all right. What was the name of the large-sized Philistine or Philistine who was slain by David Slingshot? David and Goliath. Goliath right. is right. right. Well, you're off to a good start. You have $35. Let me going for $1,500 tonight. How much of the $35 will you bet on your second question? Thirty. Yeah, $80. What was the name of the little wooden boy whose nose grew when he told a lie? Pinocchio. Pinocchio is right. You now have $65. Here's your third question. How much of the 65 will you bet? 60 60 What long-nosed poet helped woo his friend's girl, Roxanne? Oh, um... Oh, I know it. Uh, sweep him up on Arche Blanche. Um, Serrano de Bergerac. Serrano is right. <laughs> You've now climbed to $125. Imagine a French woman always missing that, huh? $120. You, is that what you're going to bet? Okay, here we go. The last chance to beat the other couples, $120. What was the name of the strong man who was weakened when his hair was cut? Samson. That Samson is. and Delilah. <laughs> Well, you wind up with $245, and that means that the newlyweds with $282 in just one minute get a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question. George, I got a nice letter from a Mr. Albert L. McKenzie of Campbell, California, and I wonder if you'd mind reading it. Oh, gladly. Let's see. Uh, Mr. McKenzie writes, Dear Mr. Marks, I followed your advice, went into a DeSoto Plymouth dealer and told them Groucho sent me. Well, I purchased a used car. It was fairly priced and I'm very happy with it. And I received a very satisfactory allowance on my old car. The dealer was courteous and very efficient and had that rare gift of making me feel at home and welcome. The deal was somehow lifted out of the realm of a mere business transaction where you simply got what you paid for and placed on an entirely different plane. It was a novel and pleasing experience I thought you might be interested in hearing. Yours very truly, Albert L. McKenzie. And friends, I'm sure you'd like that kind of treatment, too. So if you're interested in a used car, visit a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And when you do, tell them Groucho sent you. And 
And here are the newlyweds, the winning couple, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,500 question, Groucho. For $1,500, I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the audience. Ready? One of the most famous opera houses in the world is located in Milan, Italy. For $1,500, what is the name of this great musical landmark? Talk it over. What's the answer you two have decided upon? Take a guess. Vespucci? Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. It's it's La Scala. Correct answer is La Scala, so that means the big question next week will be worth $2,000. Well, you lost the big money, but how much did they win on the quiz, George? $282. Well, that's not too bad. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $2,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See the 1952 DeSoto... Safety Council. You can't control the weather, but you can control your speed. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell, directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. A 90-year-old pilot. Wow. I did find some information on James W. Monty. In 1953, Monty made news by joining the Civil Air Patrol, the U.S. Air Force Auxiliary. He also gained nationwide publicity when he flew a single-engine inland sport a twin beach, and a Lockheed T-33 jet trainer all in one day. His sons, Harold, Ralph, and Kenneth, were known as the Flying Monties. So as we end the first week of our third season, we have four of our five shows continuing throughout this season. I'm pleased to announce that Groucho will also be joining us for the duration of of our third season. So many more laughs to come on Fridays. Now, throughout the week, I teased about an addition to our programming. Over a year ago, I started a little addition called the Vintage Radio Club, which focused on some longer radio productions like the Lux Radio Theater 
and my personal favorite, CBS Radio Mystery Theater. To announce that after over a year of it being off the air, the Vintage Radio Club is returning exclusively on our Patreon page. As a supporter on Patreon, you will get this extra show a week, as well as have access to exclusive Patreon-only merchandise. Your support will allow me to continue bringing you all of these great shows. For more details, check out our website at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, and on our host, Anchor.fm. You can listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com or by joining our Vintage Radio Club and get an extra episode a week. The Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Liddy signing off. <laughs>